Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pizza Cultura. Super excited to see everyone today. We are going to be talking about media, the industry focusing on pizza, whether it's in print, whether it's digital, whether it's on your TV, your radio, um, all of the above, your computer. We are going to talk about it and really give you a perspective from a globally from where each of us are located and what we see as up and coming or dying out for media. So um, I'm going to go straight to Italy because um, I'm really excited to hear more about what is happening in media and pizza. Uh, Pepe, over to you. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, Tom and Peter. So there's a lot to, to tell you. So I will start with the most important uh, magazine uh, that is about pizza in Italy because I, I have a fetish for printed magazine. So I would love to start with that. Um, definitely the most important media here. in Anything fetishistic. <laughs> the most important uh, uh, magazine here is the Pizza and Pasta Italiana, which is, I will say, the only professional, actually, industry magazine that we have on pizza and it's been going on by 30 years and is uh, mostly famous because they are the organizer of the Parma World Championship so they are the one that initiated all uh, not the only media that we have in our country though uh, but I would say and they also focus on digital too because I know from the state's perspective you can't get that magazine outside of Italy I don't know um, Tom can you get it in the UK no, that I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you could, um, you know, get it on an online subscription, but I, I don't think it's, it's not something that's readily available everywhere. No, but you can definitely read the, also their English article on the website. And also, uh, as far as I know, they were about to announce the new English version, which is called the Slices. I don't know if they uh, were announcing it at the next Pizza Expo in March or this one that just happened. In uh, we, we, we did have a recently another Pizza Expo in Las Vegas, but I knew that they were about to launch an international English version. Um, but uh, I'm talking about a professional magazine. When we're talking about general media, uh, we have a plethora of things. We right, blogs. for the pizza community. For the pizza community, community, yes. But even like just for passionate food readers, we have a lot of blogs. Uh, we have professional websites, uh, especially the general uh, food media industry. When we're talking, whether we're talking about websites uh, or uh, printing magazines, uh, they have a big focus on pizza. It's become the the number one topic uh, since the last decade. Uh, they dedicate guides and uh, listening to them. Also, you do know that Italy is the motherland of the, the, the Uber ranking of 50 top pizza. That's part of the media industry as well. And they have their own website as well, where they talk about all the people that are part the, of the network. Uh, pretty, pretty interesting and uh, active. And uh, I will conclude just to say also what's the status of pizza on TV. Um, it's pretty interesting. We do have a couple of um, uh, shows that go on national TV. I wouldn't say they're a primetime show, but there is a, an interesting show that I already had the chance to mention in the past, which is called Pizza Girls, uh, which is all about uh, a telling of the 
female professional in the industry. And they had a, a successful uh, run of three seasons between 2020 and 2021, just in the middle of pandemic. And it was on, um, uh, on a satellite channel of one of our national TVs. But uh, soon there will be the fourth season and they, uh, they are about to conquer the prime time of the national channel. So it's going to be interesting. So stay tuned about that. And Tom, over to you about the UK. I know Papa Awards just happened. There's the, um, they also do a pizza and pasta. They combine pizza with pasta and other Italian cuisines. Um, are there any shows that are like Italian driven or, or uh, you know, in the like UK that you see? Like pizza content driven? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the only, you know, the only thing that springs to mind when you mention kind of digital content in, well, pizza focused digital content in the UK is the 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 bite twice guys you know they mm-hmm. they are our kind of cottage industry uh pizza showcase crew um and you know shout out to to them um uh, to jerry and paolo very charismatic guys they do a great job um you know they they've you know i, I think a big big round of applause goes out to them for just putting a lot of the the quality uk spots on the map um uh, hopefully we're going to get them on sometime to have a chat but they you know they are who I would look to to showcase uh, or get a bit of a steer on an up and coming pizza place um you know I can't think of I can't think of any Netflix shows any other kind of you know fly by you know fly in the wall kind of youtube shows that cover it it's mainly it's those are the guys that I see regularly um that doesn't mean that there isn't something happening it just means that I I haven't seen it and I'm got a clue and I know, well, you know, like, oh, so go, go, go ahead, mate. I know there's also the French uh, pizzeria, of, um, French magazine. French people too. have pizza place? No, I'm joking. They do. There's a <laughs> French. There's a uh, print magazine that is published a couple times a year for in France um, that also covers pizza, and they have their own show that they promote in Paris, or I think sometimes it goes to Marseille as well. Um, exactly. Yeah, so I know and that's in that's in French. Yeah. It's yeah, kind that, of the equivalent of like PMQ or Yeah, I mean it's um it's highlighting French pizzerias. Um there's articles, it's uh driven by ingredients and manufacturers, definitely. Oh cool. Um but it's yeah, so I, I know about that one as far as another publication in Europe that's pretty uh, common um that you can find for French yeah, language. It, I haven't found anything in other languages, though, just French. It is. Uh, it it, com- it comes out uh, every couple I mean, of Stephanie, months. Stephanie, were you were you asking? Mm. So, sorry. It, 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 sorry it Stephanie, can... were you asking me about print or or about digital? Everything. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, in the UK, they you know there are foodie magazines, and I'm assuming you know they will have uh, occasional kind of spreads on pizza places you know like timeout does a list and but specific uh, to pizza like n- just like these these are like inspired and driven by pizza uh exclusively yeah not 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 that i know of and i think that's just because with the exception of neapolitan uh you know the uk is the uk pizza scene is in its kind of larval stage so i don't right. i don't think, I think there is one yet and Peter, you have, um, you know, you've got Steve out there 
doing a lot about Chicago pizza, but um, from a historian side, I would love to know if there's anything that you see in the pizza magazines um, or pizza, you know, media that that you've enjoyed and has been helpful on your end. Well, I was just trying to think of like what would be the best of the last decade of the various formats, and for me, um, if I exclude all the stuff that I've done. <laughs> Um, and being non-biased about, it, I think the best article that I read in a pizza magazine historically, or for my purposes, any uh, magazine that's pizza related was one done in 2021 in PMQ magazine on the inventor of the gas oven by the name of Frank Mastro. Mm-hmm. And that was a long project by two people who really helped the journals who did it. But it was an unusually good article that really stood out with really good photographs, first person accounts of the daughter of Frank. And so it was, um, I would say, by far the best in the last decade that I've read. And it's a shame we can't see more content even approaching that. Yeah, I know exactly which article you're talking about, and it was really well written, and um, a lot of research was done to pull it all together. There were some great photos in the article, I remember, too. Um, I know that from a, I know Scott Wiener's been on a couple shows that are focused a little bit on pizza, um, a lot on his pizza boxes from, oh, I'm trying to remember, there was a History Channel one that came out. Um so curious if there's any other like TV that you've watched that you've that have been has been alluring um, for for the pizza side. Well, if you go back far enough, the History Channel, as you mentioned, uh, I think there was one done in the mid 2000s, and there was, there was an actually earlier one done in the late 90s. And for me personally, that's a kind of an example of them just um, sort of introducing the topic to the public as to a legitimate field that would be um, interesting to disclose what the myths were at that time. Mm -hmm. And so they got a lot of people in front of a camera um, attesting to what was true, which didn't turn out to be true at all. But at least they got the subject out there uh, and at least they got the public somewhat motivated to be involved in it. So, um, yeah. So and that you actually, what the topics were, Oh, it was, it was a four part series on the history of pizza. So it starts in mm-hmm. Italy, gave the famous queen Margarita story, how it came to the United States, the famous Lombardi story, deep dish pizza story. So it's basically all wrong, but it, it still was, Wait, where can we find this? Uh, it's on the history channel. You can oh, okay. still find it like on um, whatever. I, I think you can find it on Hulu or um, oh, one cool. of those. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it essentially mirrored what the books were putting out at that mm-hmm. time too. So, um, you know, the big flaw in it. Obviously so you subsequently was, debunked it all, Peter, is what you're saying. Well, I, I didn't say that. Yeah, there was just a lot of wrong and mainly because they didn't go to primary sources. And this is an old sort of um, – Achilles heel and the whole thing that they sometimes don't have the time to do that, or they don't have the budget or they don't have the, they don't think the payoff is there and they might not be wrong. Unfortunately, they might be right. So, I mean, I found 
personally that the public response to a good story as opposed to a really good source story. So, kind of goes back to what you were talking about last week a little bit, Peter. Right. Yeah. And so, and Peter, too, Itty, um, they might not be pizza related, but are there any food historians? Like, I know the culinary historians of Chicago, for example, they've had you on as a guest. They do kind of a newsletter. Are there any other, you know, places where you look to for pizza? Uh, what other researchers are doing? Um, well, yeah, with, we have a circle of friends who keep in touch by text and by um, projects that they've done on that get disclosed periodically on Instagram. So the names that you guys are all familiar with, Scott Wiener, Colin Kaplan, Zach Nowak from Harvard, and um, now he's moved on from there. But um, yeah, sort of the usual suspects that put their stuff either for me, I'm a little bit of an old fogey, so I put my stuff out on Facebook because I don't like Instagram as much, but um, we just dribble out our content. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that's honestly the best stuff in a timely basis that someone could monitor if they're interested in the history because the normal publications, um, they're not on top of it as much. There are a few out there, though. Yeah, I don't really find anything on history in the U.S.-based publications like PMQ. I know PMQ, the article that was Mastro was a, a few years ago, as you mentioned. There hasn't really been a follow-up or other history-specific topics in the books, usually the, or even in the magazines, are usually devoted to what's new in the pizzerias um, and recipes. Right. Well, when I've wanted to get a topic out, they've approached me. So I've done mine in the Chicago Reader, which is an alternative weekly or monthly. I'm not sure. And the other one was um, Edible Magazine. So, um, but yeah, it's all online eventually. So that's why, you know, I still say the uh, sort of this, the uh, dyed in the wool um, brick and mortar, I guess, or hard paper publications. Um they're not the best to go to I, anymore, I don't think. Yeah, they find themselves outdated and then they have to update the digital edition anyways, content-wise, because right. you'll see, especially from a, the food side, you'll see um, like Atlas Obscura, they'll publish some things on history or on food and then they'll republish it a couple of years later with the addendum or updated, uh, updated content. Um, so, yeah, I and mean... Go ahead, Peter. Then I can ask you, uh, have there been any books in the last decade that have come out on this particular topic? So, um, <laughs> well, obviously, I spent a lot of time on one of them, um, Modernist Pizza, working on uh, looking at a lot of, a lot of sources, uh, some of the sources that Pepe mentioned, um, and then obviously the French source that I, I cited and then the American um, publications, PMQ and Pizza Today. Um, so from a book standpoint, there hasn't been a lot of historical ac um, or academic work on pizza that has been published thus far. Um, Peter, well, 
Well, no, lately. I was going to lately. mention the the previous ones. So right. they're all citations that we mentioned when we worked on pizza history. Uh, mm -hmm. So obviously, Zach Novak, who you mentioned, who did the translation of um, the Matozzi's book in Italian on uh, Una Pizza Napolitana, a very important book. And there was also a book done around the science, which has a tidbit of history from uh, Enzo Coccia, um, which is probably also on your bookshelf back there, Peter. Um, yes, thank you. The Mark, uh, the Neapolitan <laughs> Pizza, also now in English. Um, and oh. then you have um, some earlier works by uh, what Tony Gemini does mention a little bit about pizza history in his Pizza Bible. Um, if I if I'd it, known this was going to be show and tell, I would have had. No I know. Books to have. I don't have yeah. any of my books with me either. Um, and then you have. Um, Oh, Pepe does, I, I think. Believe I'm, I can't believe yeah, I'm Pepe's blanking rummaging. on the name of the woman. Uh, Peter helped me on the woman that also Evelyn wrote. Sloman. Evelyn Sloman, yeah. I love that book, the pizza book. That was also very early on. Um, then you also have Carol, uh, who wrote Pizza, right. uh, a history. I can't um, Which is a little yellow, thin book. Which I think uh, Peter also has. Collins. Uh, then we have Collins' book, which we've talked about. Collins wrote written exclusively about Scott. Connecticut. And then we have Scott's Pizza Box book too. Um, so <laughs> I know the kids keep coming. You have your, and that's Pizza City. That's Steve Delinsky's book. Um, and so most of those books that are on Peter's shelf right now have come out in the last. Uh, 10 years. Um, Evelyn Sloman's book, though, came out in the 90s. Is that correct? Uh, that came out in, no, the 80s. I think 1984. Yeah. 85? I do, yeah. Okay. 83. Um, Planet Pizza. That's an old, so, or that's a obscure one. An obscure one. Only in Peter's library. So, um, Peter, how, yeah. how, what percentage of your bookshelves are pizza-related content? Uh, there's a lot of books, unfortunately. Okay. So only about 5%, if that. Okay. Maybe 1%. Okay. No, not that much of a <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to take a snapshot of my shelf, too, of all the pizza history books. Because we have tons of guides that we picked up in Italy, too, that were really fun, that had pizzerias. Uh, Goldberg's pizza book. Those are some old school ones. Tom, anything on the pizza end for you as far as media? Like, wh what's your go-to right now? What do you like to read or look at or listen to? To listen to? I mean, it, it's basically just doom scrolling through Instagram for the most part. Um, in, in terms of kind of slightly more cerebral content, it, it's it's kind of written form like it's blogs it's reviews um many of which invariably just irritate me but there are some you know there are some kind of quality content providers out what there what are the non-irritating ones um I, I mean he doesn't do it anymore but shout out to well he, he kind of does it shout out to arthur bovino um mm -hmm. I've, I've always liked his stuff um and then just i mean just you know it, it's kind of the vicarious thrill thing just random reviews of you know far-flung outposts in the u.s that i 
would kind of love to get to one day but haven't made it there so it's it's that kind of content um you know like did you uh, did you read much about did you read serious eats when it came out when it was i mean yeah. you, you mentioned arthur so yeah. adam kuban adam as well. kuban yes with his sli- was sliced his his original blog thing yeah. um yeah yeah um so uh, yeah adam kuban and, and arthur um shout out to both those guys um and that that's kind of it like it's just kind of you know you develop a a pretty good sniff test for for when someone knows what they're talking about you know there are kind of buzzwords that they'll throw in um uh, yeah so it's you know like a a random google search for something like if i want to know about you know st louis style pizza i'll find someone and oh okay this is interesting and start reading and just take it from there um pepe what about um like on the italian side anyone that was kind of a forefront in either print or digital media, you know, that you refer back to kind of like the serious eats team. Well, I have to say that in Italy, the most, well, maybe not the most, but one of the most authoritative voices is the Gambero Rosso, which we already mentioned in the past. I personally Mm -hmm. don't like them at least in this period like i don't like the direction that they have in terms of content and especially in terms of headlines that not only are uh, pretty clickbaity but most of the time are quite controversial in my opinion uh but we do have a lot of um, food the magazines whether printed or uh digital so yeah we we spoiled of we spoiled for choices here even when it's about pizza books I'm sorry because while Peter was talking, I was trying to find one of the latest pizza books that is being published in Italy, which is called Storia della Pizza, History of Pizza. Uh, it was published by Luca Cesari. I quite liked it. Uh, it. It was a bit unfortunate that I saw that they took a picture from my website and printed it on a book without asking me for permission. So I had to contact the publishing house just to to ask them why. And that's because... that's super recent, hey Pepe. Sorry. Oh, Pepe, that's do you know recent. when that one came out? Yes. Um, yeah, like two, 2023. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out like uh, ooh, it was like a few months ago. I don't remember. I did I did buy it while I was anyway. It was June, if I remember well. It came out on June this year. Recent. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This year. I'm just going to show you about another couple of books that I think that Peter would uh, find really interesting. This one uh, is being written by a Neapolitan journalist. Sure, show and tell. Yeah, it's called A Pizza. This is a, a history book that is based on all the Neapolitan songs that from the 1700 onwards mentioned, mentioned the pizza in any way. And uh, this is great. This is a great book. It, it, it's oh, actually cool. a very deep research. Um, I really recommend this one, which is not so about pizza. all pizza songs and, po- and poems, too? Uh, not many oh, I have songs. that one. Yeah. Is that slow food? No, this is not slow food. This is uh, uh, from a, an American writer. I'm assuming that Gigi Alessio songs in there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you can read, uh, if you can That's see the one that I'm holding. That's my related song. Yeah, pasta penne vino. Yes, that's from Matt, from Matt Golding. It's not about pizza. It's about Italian culinary culture. But, uh, but because it's uh, uh, told uh, about a journey through the regions of Italy, there is uh, one chapter dedicated to Campania, and there's a lot 
about pizza. This is a, a personal experience, so pizza from his point of view, but this is one of the best mm-hmm. best thing related to the pizza that I've ever seen written. And by the way, Matt Golding is also a James Beard Award winner for an article about pizzerias in Japan, which, by the way, uh, I always say it's pretty disappointing that it's all the American taking these articles because we've been talking about pizzerias in Japan in Italy by a while, but of course he talks to a wider audience. So that's uh, that's why he could have, he could have uh, published the article. He could have uh, proposed that article to the James Beard uh, Committee. But I love that. I love that article. And this book is amazing. In total, I mean, the whole book is amazing. Yeah, there's some about... interesting people writing. Yeah, there's definitely some interesting people writing about Japan uh, pizza. You know, the, only, the first thing that steps, um, comes out in my mind is with um, a Netflix special that had pizza in Japan. Um, And I think that really inspired a lot of people to want to go to Japan with uh, David Chang to see what's there. Um, I don't, I can't think of any books that have really tackled pizza in Japan. Same with South America, um, which, you know, we, we've talked about it a bit in modernist pizza, but I really didn't find a lot of historical information, Um, some articles, but nothing really from a multi-perspective. Usually it was tackling just one specific pizzeria or one person's journey. That would be a fun topic to read up on. I mean, if, if you guys come across any books dealing with, uh, you know, you know we, we kind of know how, you know, we, we know the backstory of how Tokyo Star Neapolitan came about, you know, the kind of the, the stages they came to do in Naples and stuff like that. But it, it would be a cool topic to read a full-on book about. Yeah, I, th- I thought we would find more books when we were researching on South America um, because there was such a huge immigration and uh, some really interesting stories. But um, Castellos, which was kind of the earlier pizzeria that's still around that everyone um, What is that? Is That one is, uh, is that Sao Paulo? Yeah, um, oh, okay. And so people um, dedicate pizzerias in their pizzas, uh, dedicate pizzas in their pizzerias to Castellos, but there's really not any written um, information except I for think some small in articles. Terms of but media, no books I mean, I know, um, on the history. I think in terms of media, the awareness no, say, about pizza Fan in has South been, America um, is rising being... now. Yeah, and Tom, you mentioned Papa Fern. I know he's yeah, he's uh, he's doing his best on... to kind of to edify the masses on you know the the roots and the the, the variances in uh, Argentine pizza. So you know he's he's always a good source if anyone's interested in that because um, it's you know it's a niche little product scene, but it, it, it's it's an interesting product, and he's he's doing a really good job showcasing that. So shout out to to Fernando. Yes, and his father had a pizzeria yeah. in in South America. I can't remember yeah. if it was in Sao Paulo or not. No, um, Buenos Aires, I think. Buenos Aires, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, so um, it's it'll be interesting to see if he's able to publish or have any more articles. They've mostly yeah. mostly been about just his recipes, um, but it would be great to have some more historical documentation, definitely on um, the the 
the differences in South America with pizza. 100%. So, um, Peter, anything else to add? Any other books you want to show us before we uh, close out? And I pass the baton over to Tom to talk about next week. I've got more books to show, but I think I'm pushing my luck at this point. I think they're, I don't know how much interest They're on the shelf. We can do just a Peter's bookshelf tour show then. Yeah, we can all bring, I'll bring my, my bookshelf to life too. And we can um, do a battle of the Kelly's one. Yes. Um, Cool. Yeah. That one's one I definitely don't. Pasta pizza. Yeah, it's another good one. So, Tom, you want to talk about what we're going to be chatting sure. about next week? Yeah. Or, or we could, I can just kind of meander through Peter's here. bookshelf. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So to, next week, we well, the title is uh, Gordon Ramsay Pizza, You Effing Donkey. Um, it's basically just a, a, a chit-chat about the kind of recent trend of high-end restaurateurs flipping into the pizza game it kind of started during the pandemic um and it skyrocketed from there um and gordon ramsay's is possibly one of the worst examples of it um don't want to kind of you know uh, spoiler it but uh yeah anyway so we'll be chatting about that um uh yeah so that's 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 next week's show um i don't know if we're all there for that i think we might be or pepe are you away i'm not sure FM might be away. Anyway, uh, guys, that's that's a, that, that's about all we've got time for today. Um, if you enjoyed the show, uh, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe. It really helps us out. Uh, and the podcast is also available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and you can find us on TikTok, TikTok and Instagram under the handle I Need Pizza Club, all one word. Uh, cool. All right. Thanks, Stephanie. Uh, thanks, guys. Have uh, a Ciao. good uh, start to the weekend. See you later. Happy Friday.